<laughs> this is Leisha Holmes and I'm your host on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast brought to you by Hoxo Media and for those who are watching over on YouTube you're in for a treat we're in full Technicolor <laughs> and for those listening just imagine every color in the orange spectrum pink yellow <laughs> purple I'm delighted to have a very colorful character for those who follow me on LinkedIn I do share a lot of Katrina's content this is Katrina Collier how are you? I'm very well thank you how are you? I'm very well thank you, you very much. Well, you need to get one of these groovies very colourful background. Really <laughs> I'm very inferior. For those who are listening, she's literally surrounded in this beautiful aura of like mm-hmm. orange and pink and gold. It's a little like 70s psychedelic going on, isn't it? It really is. <laughs> well, it's delightful that you've joined us today because I know that we've uh, been chatting online. For anyone that was on LinkedIn recently, you will see that I shared a post and Katrina <laughs> and I had uh, a lot of online and offline uh, conversations going on. with Yeah, but I think that the reason that we decided to bring you onto the channel now is because we want to make sure that we give some advice to a certain group of people. So to give some context to it, I shared a uh, rather controversial post around the recent uh, that were introduced in Texas surrounding the right to have an abortion. And it's obviously, Uh. I think up for debate at the moment, I think the UN are saying that it's illegal um but that in texas if you find out you're pregnant after six weeks it's actually going to be illegal to have an abortion and i shared a post basically implying that it's the woman's right to choose uh it's a very divisive post and i i shared it knowing full well that my content isn't going to appeal to everybody however there were a number of comments from people who let's just say made themselves a little bit unpopular and then it created a bit it created <laughs> a debate between you, you and me because obviously a large part, yeah. of, which I know you're going to do a full introduction around what job seekers need to do to make themselves stand out. And so I just wanted to contextualize mm. it because you and I could yeah, talk it's about important. Hours. We could, we could talk about everything. So yeah. for those who are not yet familiar with who you are and what you do, give us an introduction to what you do. So I am Katrina Collier. Uh, many of you know, if you're watching the video, you'll see I'm holding up my book. You'll know me as the author of The Robot Proof Recruiter. Though I didn't author it alone, there are 74 amazing people who helped me write this book. Um, I am also, well, I'm a former agency recruiter, former in-house recruiter, former trainer. I am now a facilitator, uh, mentor, speaker, and everything I do is about clearing the collaboration chaos that is in recruitment. So in other words, I want HR, hiring managers, and, and talent acquisition or recruiters, I don't care where you fall, in-house or outside, I want them to work together properly so that people are treated right. That is the mission that I'm on, is to fix that, um, mostly through the workshops, some through the masterminds. Um, and of course, I think the big thing that's really similar with uh, Lysha and myself, it is Lysha, right? I'm just suddenly having one of those mental blanks that happens on a Thursday afternoon. Um, the, we run our own businesses, so we can be a lot more honest online. And if people don't like what we write, well, that's okay. Mm-hmm. And most people do know me as the opinionated Aussie Bridge. <laughs> who shares gorgeous photos of her doggies oh, yes who was sat next to you but he's hidden by the orange and yellow it's a beautiful introduction and i'm glad that actually you- he's, he's yes we'll, we'll make sure if anyone has actually read your book that they can maybe put a comment about when they've read it the robot proof recruiter uh, and you also a podcast host you, you share lots of live. oh yes i am podcasts and everything mm-hmm. yeah and I must say, I did donate because I'm an ambassador for Hope for Justice Charity. I did donate my royalties from the book to Hope for Justice Charity, which aims to end modern day slavery, impacting 40.3 million people. So you will see me plug it a lot because it's like a shameless buy this book so they get royalties. 
absolutely and we <laughs> we will ensure that this good. show has all the links <laughs> to your charity too so that's a very worthwhile cause we're a huge believer in supporting you. whatever your charity is it's very important that you do that and i love that you've done that with yeah. your so thank you for your very succinct yeah. and colourful introduction. So you absolutely- sorry, I have I've, I've just rebranded to katrinacollier.com and this is the colouring. I'm actually pulling like hand gestures, which is really not useful for the podcast, but at least for those okay. watching on video. We can just imagine <laughs> it. Imagine, I don't know, like a hand puppet, but with no puppet. So <laughs> so you're right, you make a very valid point that we are in a privileged position of business owners. <laughs> that we can basically share what content we want to. I also think that yeah. you earn the right when you've um, earned credibility and that you've got experience yeah. doing a job that we do where you engage with a lot of people independently. Um, and ultimately mm. every person and every human being on the planet is entitled to their own opinion. I've always said, yeah. I probably am Marmite and I think you probably have a similar mum. I'm Vegemite. Oh, there you go. So, totally, you know, totally. Available. But I, and I also think it's that thing of that with the work that I'm doing, you know, the, the workshops that I run, they're very direct. They get to the bottom of what the recruitment problems are. They're quick fixes and this kind of thing. They're not for people who are resistant to change. So therefore, if they came along and saw one of my comments and went, oh, they're probably not the right client for me anyway. And that's, but again, that privileged position of we've worked hard, we've done our own businesses. We don't have to work with everyone. But when you're a job seeker, and certainly a job seeker of a certain age group because unfortunately ageism is quite real Mm. you really can't be writing comments like well you know if HR look at my profile and don't want to recruit me then they're all ignorant because everybody's going to read that on his LinkedIn profile and be like yeah moving on (laughs) I think that this applies to all age groups in and you know Uh, in brackets uh, however Let's just say that the age group we're referring to, or the people that are in that age group, maybe are less aware of how important yeah. your social media footprint is. And I think that's really what yeah. we talk about today. That yeah, I, I think a lot of that comes from they haven't they haven't looked for a job in a long time. Yeah. So it's you know, and I'm in that age group. Well, very close to that age group. So it, it's but I work for myself again, and I think it. I do think that they're far more impacted. I think it is easier for younger people to get work. However, you're absolutely right. They can too post stuff they should not post. <laughs> I mean, look at- As can uh, recruiters for that matter. Without a shadow of a doubt. So let, let's be really specific here and, and give details. So because you do straddle all sure. time, so you're looking at things from as, as a facilitator. So both the brands, so the employees, yep. the clients and the recruiters and the HR people. Yep. What we're yep. talking here in terms of what are those people doing to assess a potential candidate? So if you're listening to this and you're a job- yeah. What Katrina's going to explain now what they're actually going to do when they get your CV or online application. Uh, this is the reality of what yeah. they're doing. At, at an absolute bare minimum, they're going to look at your LinkedIn profile. If your name is Googleable, like mine is, and I imagine yours is as well, when someone searches your name, up comes your Twitter and your Instagram and your Facebook, and depending what. Now, whether you think that these are your private spaces, they can be looked at. So if you use those private spaces and post something publicly, so it's a public post that's anti-something or very vocal about something, you know, it's a hot climate. There's lots to be angry and annoyed about at the moment. That could work against you. Now, I'm not saying that all recruiters will go across and look at that, but we also don't know what hiring managers do. What was interesting was I took a snippet of that gentleman's comment and made a post of it 
a few days ago. And Sophie Power, who's an in-house recruiter, learned a really hard lesson. She sent a profile to a hiring manager and the hiring manager actually looked just at his LinkedIn profile and went back to her and said, have you seen this? Because it highlighted what this person had commented on. And it wasn't something, it wasn't the kind of person they would want working at that company because his comment revealed a lot about his kind of behavior, mm. if you will. So it's, it's, people can look and why not? You look at us. Why wouldn't we look at you? It's like, Absolutely. You know, we, we, we live in a consumer minded world. It's like you want to buy something, you go and look at the reviews and you, re, you go and try and find the real information before you make that purchase. As a company or a recruitment agency helping a company, they're, they're purchasing you that sounds really shocking I don't mean it like that but they are so they want to reduce the risk involved like you want to reduce the risk and are they the right company for me am I going to actually really enjoy working there so and it does but it does go two ways as well I do think job seekers can see stuff about companies they don't necessarily want to see yeah of course we've got (laughs) there are ways to what an employer is actually oh there's endorsements recruiting hell on reddit is my all-time favorite there are some, I, actually, I was, I was on there earlier and I was actually, actually properly crying from laughing at some of the stuff on there. Cause it's not, it's not funny, but it's so funny at the funny. same time. Yeah. I'll have to go and have a look at that afterwards. So I think mm. the, the first sort of rule really is that if you're going to share something on social media that is public, mm-hmm. anybody can see it. And that includes yes. potential future employer. Um, yeah. This is something where we're not talking about you not having an opinion but maybe just be aware that if you're going to share something that makes you look either racist, sexist, ageist, discriminatory, mm, gender, religion, you've got yeah. to basically remember that. It's just a really simple rule. Yeah. Everybody can see it. And like you say, through Google, yeah. it doesn't matter if your profile is private. You can go still go and see someone's activity. I think that's a really... Oh, you can see all sorts of stuff. I think you made that point on LinkedIn on, on my on my post that yeah. they're aware that because maybe the people think because if you comment if let's say I go and comment on your accent your post I think yeah. this individual thought that that didn't then relate to my LinkedIn feed but it no. absolutely does. You comment on my post, I'll see it on your profile, yeah. and you know my post and all my replies, every single one of them will show every single comment I make, and it's about have an opinion and back it up, not like. So have an opinion about work. It's meant to be a professional network. You know, sometimes, okay, it's not. You know, I shared a dog photo earlier, um, you know, on LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn police were not like that. But it's, it's, it was related to work because we were joking about, like, how you would attract staff to the company. And, and, and someone said something about dog. And I went, well, Banjo disagrees. And it was just a joke. But it, it was, it, it's back up your opinion, your thinking. Don't. And that's the other thing I've seen. And actually, I've seen this from recruiters, you know, saying ridiculous things like, oh, don't use the open to work on your profile picture. Well, back it up. So maybe don't use it in that specific sector, in that specific city, because in his experience, he's discovered this, not just throw out a comment. So I think that's the same thing. But I mean, much more we are talking about um, the racist comments, um, the bigoted comments that ramming religion down people's throats that's a big one at the moment linkedin is not the place to do that um and and it's not when you're job hunting anyway you know but also actually if you're not job hunting because i happen to know someone who does this quite a lot um, because she gets attacked a lot on social media because she's very vocal as she should be because it's related to what she does but if you are working for a company and you write that post, it says 
Katrina Collier, uh, well, actually, no, it says it, Katrina Collier Limited, <laughs> but it says the company name, and you can screenshot that, whatever that comment is, and send it to their employer. Mm-hmm. So on LinkedIn specifically, you are representing your company, and yeah. I guess that's where the professional side comes in. Yeah. So when you're working as well, be aware. You know, your comment isn't just about you. Your comment is reflecting the, that company. And you know, when, when we know that LinkedIn has definitely changed, certainly over the last 18 months in terms of, you know, content share is not just about professional jobs. It's not just about articles. It's a, it's a personal share space. You know, the, I think the Facebook yeah. have disappeared. I mean, my, my most yeah. sort of shared, commented on, engaged with posts are very rarely actually mm. a, a recruitment scenario. They're usually around... Yeah one about my sobriety it might be one about my children going back to school it might be one about a boy mm. not but it's usually yeah. I think because we're all human we humanize LinkedIn and I think that's the big thing to remember that whilst there's yeah. of that and personal content you have to read yeah. room and the fact is we're at a pivotal point and you and I talked about this on Saturday on Messenger all night pretty much we're leaving yeah. yeah. which was really <laughs> quite nice um is that that you know where we are now in 2021 is mm not the 1950s and you are entitled to your opinion but you will be a minority and that minority is diminishing um we're not talking about overthrowing the you know patriarchy right now but it's starting to happen it is happening and because of generation dad you know the 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 new talent that um, the emerging talent Mm. of your 16 year olds to 24 year olds Mm. will not stand for any ism they will not no. but actually I, th- I think it's starting older than that personally um mm-hmm. I agree with you that it's happening and I think a lot of it is you have to remember it's, it's like it's been quite generational and, and I'm a gen x but my my oldest brother and sister are boomers but you know you look at my mother in 1959 she got engaged to her first husband she had to resign she only got engaged and she had to resign you know like it was very much the patriarchy and I think I don't think we were that impressed by that or tolerant of it. And it has started earlier than we think, but yeah. it's been harder for us. The technology has been the incredible enabler. So I believe from Gen X down actually, because we are very technically savvy and quite capable of go leaving the workforce as well and setting up on our own and then creating businesses where we really care about our employees. And when we talk about the fall of the patriarchy, a lot of that is actually like the rise of the feminine. Or really just asking people to balance their masculine and their feminine energy and just be a little less do and a lot more like, okay, are we all okay? Yeah. You know, and the, that nurturing side and get the balance back in. Absolutely. And, but it is, it's going to happen and I, it's great. And I so want to be here for the end of it. Um, <laughs> well, I really hope I am and vicariously I'm doing it through my daughter. But I think... It's only taken thousands of years to happen. We're totally off topic, of course, but that's okay. I mean, so it, <laughs> You make a really good. I know we're, we're similar. Yeah. And I, I feel like the, the this specific gentleman who was being so antagonistic. I mean, one he didn't realize that I was deliberately continuing to write comments back, calmly, politely back, but to make to bring it out even more, so it would still show on his LinkedIn profile. It wasn't going to disappear while he was job hunting. Um, but I just feel like he's he's resistant to it and unaware that this is what's happening, unaware that younger generations will not tolerate this. And if they're the ones sitting in the recruiter seat, as they often are mm-hmm. in HR or external recruitment, that they will look and go, ah, uh-uh. no, absolutely. no, we don't need somebody who's so like, this is how life has to be. You need to be a lot more fluid in general, I think, in, in ch- coping with change and 
all those sorts well, of things. I've, I've, I've changed tack. That's Sorry? It. Those sorts of people don't want to change, but I think it's... it's no, they're scared of change. A couple of points regarding that point. First and foremost, he was absolutely in the minority as far as men were concerned. There were yeah. as many men as women supporting my post, which was remarkable mm. and really shooting him and down. Fantastic. Really yeah. shooting him down. And fantastic. I, I sent thank yous to mm. each and every one of those. Uh, and the other thing I want to say is that, you know, I don't mm. know about you, but I'm not into the whole labeling thing. And I think mm. you can, for me, what I see is a seismic shift. And I do think technology has been the enabler. Yeah. Like you, it has how we rebelled as teenagers and I was a teenager in the 80s yeah. I think it's been it's been coming possibly even since the 50s and 60s is that technology yeah it has that we can all we can talk to so many people in one go that's the difference mm. opposed to just maybe telling yes. your sister um but I think for me I want to I personally see this utopia which I think is is coming that people mm. are treated inclusively regardless of who they are what yeah. they are where they're coming from and actually stop yeah. people as this is what I am this is who I am you know we want people to feel comfortable I think that what the pandemic did for me in terms of understanding the you know reading the room is that everybody yeah. ready for a change and ready for a you, yeah. know, you know this capitalist you know sort of free world what the focus on money is actually I, I do think especially in recruitment because obviously mm. my recruiters you know that is companies are, are desperately now trying to backpedal and go right okay well, yes we've got a great commission structure but actually let's do mental health let's do well-being let's do diversity yeah and let's do this let's do that because they know that to attract the, this you know and i'm going to talk about the next generation as much as you and i yeah, yeah, yeah of course and the people in between um actually those are the things that people are going to look at and so yeah. job seekers alike and potential employers listening i do mm. think you have to understand that things have and are changing rapidly they're changing they're changing mm. but i feel also though that, that that we understood more the ability to communicate before the check-in so we're incredibly dynamic with it but it's also that that taking it and using it and being flexible and this is where you know they talk about this entrepreneurial mindset that the younger generations have well we do as well we're now getting to use it and grace might be a bit later that's all but what i was going to say is our ability to reach and our ability to create our own opportunities that's what's so wonderfully different yeah. and i think that's why the traditional companies are starting to fall that whole you know you see companies now and they're like you will all come back into the office to work mm. and it's like i'm sorry what and so people are like well, i don't really want to do that so yeah, that, hence they're concerned about the great resignation. Um, and then the, the, the companies that like realized really, really early, like, okay, we are gonna have a hybrid model. What's that gonna look like? How can we make sure everyone's still happy and engaged and part of it? And they've like really embraced the tech to use it that way. Um, it's exciting times. By the way, I'm what I'm completely against when it comes to generational typecasting bollocks is when it is bollocks, when it is, oh, well, Gen X are like this and millennials are like this. and blah. I'm sure I eat more avocados than any millennial I know. You know, it's just, so that I'm dead against. But I think as far as uh, coming into the workforce, having always used technology, the boomers don't understand it because of their age. They don't, they didn't have that. I only had it as I started in the workforce. Mm. Um, and really it didn't take any impact to about 20 years ago. Nice. So it's that, there, there are differences in that respect, but that ability to be able to go online and find people like me, like you were saying, we want to work with all sorts of different kinds of people, but we can go and find our, our 
our tribe, if you will, yeah, of, you know, I've got an interest in this, where are they? And, and create openings. It's just different. It's just different. We had no visibility of jobs back then. You were talking to Mr. X now, who who is this particular gentleman yeah. that's an absolute baby boomer that is probably something yeah. he's right. What would your advice oh. be to him now in terms of, A, auditing his social footprint? What does he yeah. do? What if he wakes up and goes, oh, my God, what did I do? How do I, how do I get rid of all this? Yeah. E, how does he make him himself he's not going to have a mindset shift overnight but what can he do to make himself attractive because he's probably still got a few years of work left in him by the sounds of it because he's open to work so what would mm. you be okay so i just wanted to break away from the chat for 60 seconds to talk to you about an issue a lot of agencies are facing right now and what one company hoxo media are doing about it there's a lot of talk about what it takes to be the quote unquote modern recruiter personal branding, building an online presence, finding new and innovative ways to engage the market, whatever your market is. It's an approach most businesses are fumbling around with at the moment, to be honest. Meanwhile, Hoxo have absolutely nailed it. They are arguably the world's foremost marketing agency dedicated exclusively to the recruitment sector. And they've worked out what recruiters need to do to see tangible success through online activity. They've developed a proven methodology to follow on LinkedIn daily to establish you, you, as the go-to recruiter in your space and drive inbound leads and new business opportunities on a consistent basis. Now, they teach it all to you over an eight-week course in the Hoxo Academy. I actually completed the Hoxo Academy in the very height of covid and it completely transformed my business. In fact, it paid for itself by the end of week two. The best place to find out more about Hoxo Media is to check out their website, hoxomedia.com, or search for them on LinkedIn and give them a follow. They give away an absolute ton of valuable advice and actionable tips for free. But if and when you're ready to seriously invest in your online brand, give these guys a shout. But make sure to tell them that Leisha from Key Recruitment sent you and just quote the podcast, the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast, and they'll give you a cheeky discount as well. Not bad, eh? Now, back to the chat. Well, he needs to mute himself a little bit, doesn't he? Unfortunately, he does, and that sounds absolutely horrid. But if the first thing he's going to do is sit in judgment on somebody because he's incredibly devout, that's not going to wash so well, depending on who his audience is. So he needs to know, who am I talking to? Yeah. Like, who is recruiting? What, what are their expectations? What does the company look like? Oh, the company is quite liberal. Well, then they're not going to take me doing that. Now, I appreciate, I'm very much talking about this particular person's in Australia. We're here in the UK. Um, most of the Christian faith in the UK are pretty lapsed. I think it's pretty similar in Australia. There are other, of course, there are other religions that are very devout here. Um, so I am specifically talking about that. So, and therefore I think that we, we, we can't really stomach it when a Christian is being to us as Christians really really devout we're just like can we just chill can we just you know it, do, it doesn't have its place so there'd be that but I think actually the other thing to really watch out for other than going through and deleting your posts and just just you know look at yourself like you're a stranger you know maybe use another browser use the the Good. oh incognito you know and go and have a look and check what you've got out there but just be aware as well if you start messaging somebody abuse they're going to screenshot that and share it publicly so watch for that as well don't think just because you know i privately message Lysha that she can't just screenshot it and go whoa 
Um, and I've had that happen out of something really innocent, I said, and I was humiliated. It actually got put on a, a slide on stage and it was a private message and it was, it wasn't even that bad, but I was humiliated. So oh, just no, that's awful. Yeah, no, that's be, be aware. But you know, you, because we've got all got phones, you know, any text message, I, my advice is this, anything yeah. that you want to say that isn't audio as in, but a voice yeah. can still be recorded. That but not is, a podcast or a video. <laughs> anything that can be snapshotted, you've yeah. got take five seconds then take 10 seconds and go do I really yeah. want to say this yeah and then fair, fair enough go for it but be careful yeah. the language that you use and be mindful yeah. of the fact that not everyone is going to agree with it but you've got to just sometimes I think yeah. there's a lot of keyboard warrior about him to be honest yeah and I think sometimes it's hard as well so you know I'll go to write a reply and then I'll go yeah no I will just delete that it's surprising that I do do that as opinionated as I am but like earlier I shared a post because I, I am just laughing I mean there's so many rec recruited job opportunities at the moment and all the posts are really boring like we of all people should know not to put boring job posts out for recruiters surely surely anyway somebody said something about oh I think they should all be shared that's the kind thing to do and I'm thinking so does she mean I'm unkind and I was getting quite hurt because it was like I shared this actually saying like guys up the ante there's lots and lots of people looking for recruiters you need to stand out so I it came from kind of which you think I was unkind and then you start having this internal dialogue because of how it was phrased now she may not have meant it that way and that's the problem it's text it's the written word there's no emojis necessarily at the end to go oh I, I'm winky winky or you know heart or to give me some idea what she meant so again that's it adds a whole other layer of you're a job seeker be careful because it can be open to interpretation in multiple ways. Definitely. definitely. That, that funny little four-line post has exploded, by the way. It said I know, I'm number of views. And I'm like, it was the laziest post I've written in ages. I didn't even offer any advice. It just went boom. No, but it's, <laughs> it's opinionated and it's true. That's why it, it Maybe I should have actually added a few points of what you could do. But it's like, oh, cool. <laughs> No, look, I, I absolutely agree. And although we're, we're recording this now to share in September 2021, if you're listening to this way after and you're wondering what this is all about, maybe drop me or Katrina a message and we'll try and remember. Yeah. Uh, but it, it should hopefully help. Oh, there's no chance I'll have remembered by then. Perimenopause <laughs> brain. It's gone by the weekend. <laughs> because I remember everything. I can remember my first placement from 1998. I will, uh, but I want this to be wow. in a screen because I think it's really important. Yeah, it is. You know, if you're yeah. listening, this now you don't know where you're going to be in six months time 12 months time and actually for recruiters and for leaders and for talent acquisition people listening yeah. it still goes for everything that you do and you say on linkedin and facebook oh. instagram just yeah. remember we can all see your social media footprint totally and honestly if you would not say that in front of your grandmother or grandfather it's probably now the generation we need to say because i think our parents are quite cool but if you wouldn't say that in front of them you do not put it online just the, the rule of I rule of thumb. Well, that if that's not a place to leave it, I don't know what is. Well, I just think, and above all else, just be kind. Be kind in what you say. Yeah. It's be helpful. You know, my grandma said, "You can't say anything nice. Don't say anything at all." And actually, she was right because yeah. you mean about it. You can have an opinion. Yeah. Be kind and careful in what in the words that you use. So, yeah. I less judgy, have an opinion, be strong-willed, all of those mm. things are absolutely fine, but just bear in mind who, do you, who you're Be with. careful. Be A careful. screenshot is forever. It's Social media that. follows you to the grave, as Steve Levy would say. 
It's very true. Well, <laughs> from a very orange, yellow and pink Katrina Collier and from Leisha Holmes here at Key Recruitment for the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you.